Hi, I'm Maggie. Hi, I'm Grace, and this is A Very Bookish Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to our first episode of A Very Bookish Podcast. Today, Grace and I are going to be introducing ourselves, and since I lost the rock, paper, scissors battle, I guess I will have to be the one who goes first. My name is Maggie, I am 19 years old, and I am from Dallas, Texas, but I'm currently living in Kansas City, Kansas. Um, I am from the Midwest. Um, my favorite book is Air of Fire. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite series is Throne of Glass and Saba Tahir's and Ember in the Ashes. Right on over to you, Grace. Oh my gosh. <laughs> ah, here we go. Um, hi guys, I'm Grace. I am from Los Angeles, California. I am 24 years old. Sheesh, I don't know what my favorite series is at the moment. My favorite book is From Blood and Ash. I guess that's my favorite series as well. Also, The Night Circus by Aaron Morgenstern and a few others, but I just have too many to count. I know, The Night Circus is like really one of my favorite books. It's literally what got me back into reading. I have a couple, 20 pages left, so... Um, but yes, yeah, so today we're just going to be introducing ourselves. Um, you're going to learn how we met each other, um, what we're doing right now, projects we might have in the future, some sneak peeks on projects we're doing now. But um, mm -hmm. so I guess we'll just kind of start off with our um, how we met, which is kind of awkward, I think. It um, really is. Well, how about we go before we met? Like, like let's yeah. start beginning. What's our, what was our... What? intro into book talk oh, yes that's i think that's better. like a good way to start so you want to go first okay yeah so i'll go first um, i started so i was like going on thrift books and i was like "Ooh, this looks like an interesting theory series throne of glass i'm just gonna buy it it was like ten dollars and i was like great got it sat down read it until like 3 a.m in the morning cried my eyes out went to sleep bought went to my library the next day and got a whole series, read it all in a week, and then just started my redoing my obsession with books. And I've bought a majority of these books in quarantine. Actually, all these books you see up here, I've bought in quarantine. <laughs> That's a lot. Too much. I don't even want to show all the ones that I have. <laughs> but yeah. And then your account, your BookTok account was actually like Star Wars fan base. Oh right? my gosh. So uh, at the beginning of quarantine, I was, I was reading, but I wasn't like, I wasn't on BookTok. I was on like cosplay talk. So I was seeing some like Sarah J Moss cosplays, but I was doing a lot of like saber tutorials and I did like makeup in like the fall of 2019 and then beginning of, uh, beginning of what's it called quarantine I was reading a lot but then I was also doing a lot of like lightsaber tutorials with a broom handle a broom um that's how I was doing my lightsaber tutorial so if you scroll back you'll see a broom <laughs> that I'm using until you see that I finally got my lightsabers um they're actually not with me they're on campus right now so for those listening to audio I have a dual saber like red um kind of like Darth Maul um lightsabers but yeah so that's how my account started um, and then I think June, like I hit June and I kind of like became like an official like book talk. That's when I changed my name. Um, and then I started creating a lot of Sarah J Moss content because that's like what I had just read and I was in love. Um, Aileen Galathinius is my heart and soul. I relate to her the most. 
Um, Rowan Whitethorn Galathinius is my husband. I'm sorry, Aitlin, but I have taken him. He is named Rowan Whitethorn <laughs> Carpenko now. Um, <laughs> my name is Margaret Carpenko Whitethorn. Um, thank you. Uh, that's what I will go by Miss Whitethorn now. But so, Grace, how did you start out your TikTok journey? So, um, as things most people do with quarantine everybody started downloading tiktok and i got my tiktok and i decided i stumbled across a lot of like small businesses and sticker making um companies you know teaching like expanding and being like oh you know on tiktok you can like really blow up and have a lot of sales and at the time i had just started my sticker business and i was kind of doing that with tiktok but i really didn't know how to use it and then one of the first ever book talk creators that stumbled on my page around May or March, end of March, was Kate's book. And I saw her recommending all of these books. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like, I haven't read a book in six years. It had been six years since I had ever picked up a book. So I was just like, oh gosh, like, well, I don't know what else to do right now. Because I had sped through TV shows and I was over it I'm like I need something else I need to stop watching tv so then after seeing all her book wrecks really early on in her account I decided to pick up um I saw the night circus at in target and I was just like I'll pick that up and I'll read it fell in love with everything about that book it just like really sucked me in and then based off of Kate's wrecks I got um Akatar and I read that one I literally read it and then I bought the next one literally as I was like in the last few chapters of the, uh, the last of Akatar. And then I brought Akomath, Akawar, and then Quarter Frost and Star Starlight. And then I was just like, oh my gosh, what now? And then I'm just like, what am I going to do? And then I was just like, you know what? I'm not even paying attention to the TikTok. I need to make a book talk. And I had joined her Discord book club, Bookington book club. And everybody was like, oh, just make a book, a book talk. So I made one and I started reading the Grisha trilogy. And then I got my first, the bookish box, subscription box, which have been my ride or die since day one. And it kind of took off from there. And I have purchased maybe 90 books in the past six months, five months, 90 books in the past six months, or gifted both of them. And I- Not even gonna count. Now, I, yeah, <laughs> just too many to count. And now I have book prints and I have two, three book subscription boxes now. And I have so many shelves. I think as you, if you scroll through my page, you can probably see where I, had to expand each shelf and a new shelf video is coming soon so we'll we'll look out for that and yeah now here i am okay so that's kind of like our journey of like the beginning of book talk yeah. where you started out like as like a book talk whereas i started out as this like congealed of like makeup star wars and then i kind of faded into my book talk um but so I guess we can talk about how we met each other then because we met each other through book yeah, talk. Yeah, we did. 
And I think it was because I did my unboxing video of my first bookish box, which was the June box. And it was around that time you reached out. Oh, I'm scrolling through. I'm going to scroll through and we're going to see, we're going to go through our first messages. (laughs) We're going to read their messages. Oh my gosh. I think think, messages. I think I asked you about like a cosplay or something. I think that's what I asked you. Cause like, yeah. You got your lube wig. That's around the time that you got your lube wig. So you got, oh. you asked me like, should I get this wig? This and I'm just so like, well, much. it depends on what you're gonna do. Yeah, cause now we talk to each other like every day. It's like every but hour. It was like, it was something like that. He literally, it was okay. like, are you, like, should I get this wig? I was thinking about getting yeah. a crossway wig, but should I get it or not? Oh, yeah. So I said, hey, girl, I know we don't know each other, but I have a quick question. Should I do a full send and buy a wig for cosplays? I'm hoping to do them on here. She's Grace goes, hey, Maggie, what cosplays? They go, I'm thinking about Manon and other queen, other queen cosplays. But like, I need K if I should. I just need something to, I just need someone to tell me to say, fuck it and do it. <laughs> and you were like, LOL, then yes. Um, and I was like, great, thanks. And you're like, of course, anytime. And I was like, have you read Seasons of Storm? And you're like, no, I got it in my June box. Yeah. And so that's, that's what started. And then like, I started messaging you on there, but then I was like, I need to like talk to her, like not on TikTok DMs. And so, yeah. Because then we added each other on Instagram and then, um, you saw that I was doing the profile pics. Mm-hmm. And then you were just like, oh my gosh, you're so good. And then I was just like, yeah, you know, like I just said it. And she's like, and then you asked me if I could make you one. And I was just like, oh yeah, for sure. And then like, I made it for you. And you kind of got like mad at me because you're just like, why aren't you charging people for this? I was just like, I know, but it's just, I wanted to do it for people. I paid you $10 Like I didn't really care. You did. You did. And it was like literally one of the best ones that I had done because your hair during that video, that picture, like, uh, it, it looked so good how it came out. And then you asked me for my snap and my number, but then you never texted me. You only snapped me. And then we were talking on snap for like, like days and months. Yeah. And then, and then, then we were reading Serpent and Dove and we both loved it and we're just like oh my gosh Blood and Honey's coming out we need to do like read it together yeah. and we're like what if we do a read-along yeah that's how our book club started was our read-along because like I was so what I was like I was like I don't want to be that awkward person who like asks for her number right away and I don't want her to think like I'm hitting on her or something so I was like I'll just like ask for like her Instagram and then like I'll slowly integrate in because you're like one of my best friends so I didn't want you to make you make you feel awkward so I was like I'm just gonna go easy with this and then like we just started talking so much and then I was kind of like okay well I don't use Snapchat much so I guess I'll ask for her number and so then I did ask for your number and then look where we're at now we're starting a podcast writing a book and have a book club together we literally branched out so much from it 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 was it was crazy um we when we started our book club we didn't think that many people would join no we both made our video on the blood and honey read along and that was like a little while ago three four months ago i'll I'll look on instagram i'm pretty sure it's it was in like August. 
we did it? Probably because we've done Blood and Honey, Wrath and the Dawn, Fable, three months. Blood and Honey, we posted on September 1st. We posted our read along message. Like, oh, that's right. Holy Yeah, cow. so then we did that. That's a long while ago. And so we read Blood and Honey in our book club and we ran that together and it's still going incredibly strong. So now it's not a read-along group. Now it's an official book club group. A very bookish a group. book club group. Yep, a very bookish group as we are keeping the name going with all of our things. Staying on brand. And <laughs> Oh, yep, staying on brand. And now... Our book club, we talk to each other every day, too, about, like, everything. And that's yeah. really great. It's a really great group. It's a really good group of gals and guys, just including everybody, because yeah. I don't know their, what they like to be called. Most but of them, yeah. She, they, him. Yeah. But, yeah. So. They're all, all, like, I love them. They're so, They're so awesome. Shout out to our, our book club yeah. group. A very bookish group but yeah they are they're very sweet and like I think I think that's one of the best outcomes for me for quarantine was meeting you and then starting our book group because like I have friends and like I have my college friends but like no friends to really like dive into books with and like discuss books like we do because I feel like my college friends are like very into like college things and I'm just like I just want to read and like read certain books and like I want to be able to talk to people about these books and especially characters like me and you from Blood and Ash and Kate like we all like our FBAA stands and like we love it and we send each other memes from the um Facebook group chat and like it's just such a great community and like even though like there is drama in the book talk community I feel like the community that we've founded and like with our pages and like our Instagrams and our book club and stuff like it's a really great community and it it makes you feel loved a little bit <laughs> um I feel like it really does I just feel like they're awesome and they just like really embrace you they do like when I met Kate and then I started I like got Kate's snapchat because I made a snapchat group but then I started like I asked Kate I was like Kate I'm just texting you can I just I keep snapchatting you can I just text you because I use text more but they really like all of our like OG people are like even though we have new members but like our OG group is like the classic like ones that I'm most comfortable with to like I think I could go like I can definitely go to you and talk to you about stuff as I did today and like vent out my frustrations and stuff whereas like I'm not I'm not usually able to do that to people I don't know I haven't spent months mm -hmm. with so it's the community is really great, and I really love that for a very bookish group and a very bookish podcast because they will. Some of the members will be on here. Yeah, we're hopefully gonna drag them out here to guest star with us. Yeah, yeah it's been pretty cool. I think our whole journey, everyone's journey with quarantine and book reading, has kind of stemmed off of like you know not being able to do anything and kind of having life kind of shut down for a little bit, and then they dive right back in. And there's some people who like, who have been reading and never stopped, but then book talk gave them the, the opportunity to like really find more people who love them. And the community has had some ups and downs and there it's a working progress, which we all can understand because I mean, we're human. We are all going to mess up. There's always room for de development. There's always room to grow. But um, I think 
our group has definitely we've created like a really welcoming space and I really love that about us yeah and like (laughs) not to be like not to be like "Mm," but like we're all kind of damaged a little bit so it kind of works like we all have our own problems I think a lot um I think but that's what I kind of like that's what one of like my main takeaways from like this quarantine is starting this book is like this book club and starting a book talk is like the community that you like create and stuff it's a very open and welcoming community and then like they defend you to the core as I've experienced today your community will defend you to the core and that's when you know you have a good community and we have good friends especially when you're in the right (laughs) um and you're just like ah you literally sent me that screenshot and then like literally I like looked at it and I was like nope and I literally ran over to like, the comments and just jumped in. Like, no, that is not going to happen. Yeah. Like, literally, we all did that. We were just, like, all up in arms as soon as we heard. Yeah, because, like, like, no, that's not it. I just think that, like, there are those parts of the book talk community, I feel like, more so, because it is, or, like, I haven't, I'm not on book Twitter, like, book Twitter or whatever they call it. I'm not on that because I don't really use Twitter, but on book talk there there are very toxic people who are on there who like to just start drama to start drama um and don't do research behind it but I feel like a lot of people on there are very welcoming and like even if you have different perspectives they some people majority of people I feel like like to hear those different perspectives like I always send you like things about like the negative sides of like different characters and stuff because I always think it's an interesting perspective to have and I think that's what creates this that what's that's what makes this community so great but also so bad at sometimes <laughs> yeah and there's definitely that balance between people who are willing to learn and listen and accept and adapt and then there's those people who like will dig their feet into the ground no matter how hard you pull at them and you know it's kind of that balance between the two but I've fallen in love with so many books and so many characters and I find myself in every book that I read and I think that that's what most people can find about these books this is just like you can read a book and one person can have this beautiful connection with this character with one specific character and this other person can read the book and not really pay attention to that character at all but find this completely other person who they they connect with and then you have so many different experiences tied into a book and so many different people can grasp it and love it and make it part of themselves and you can do it without hating each other without getting mad for liking a book that you do not like like that's why in like literally all of my videos i always say for me for me this is what it was for me this is why i liked it my favorite books, because I like them, it's because of me, not because of you. You don't have to like it. You don't have to read it. You don't have to obsess over it because you are not me. You are not the experiences that made me. You are not my race. You are not my size. You are not my whole experiences growing up. You are not any of them. So you could not have the same experience reading this book as someone else. And I think people kind of forget that, you know, yes, you and I, we love From Blood and Ash, right? We do. We do. We love it. And though we love it very much for multiple reasons, the experiences that you have that made you love those characters is different from the experiences that I have. 
though they may be similar because you and I literally are on the same frequency so often. We are too it's similar. Crazy. It's scary. When we want to do Netflix parties, we do Netflix we'll parties. literally. Oh, oh it's scary. But yeah, I I agree with you on, sorry to interrupt you, but, um, no, go, 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 go. I totally agree with you. Like, I think that like, that's why I have a post coming out tomorrow, which after this, it will be like out already. Um, cause it's, will be posted Tuesday and this will go out Friday, but I have like, I, there are so many books that I just have fallen in love with deeply and because they hit me where it hurts, like they hit you in like some books, like they're good and I like them, but they don't hit me where it hurts. Like Aurora Rising, Aurora Burning, Skyward, Starsight, like amazing books, love them, but they don't hit me where it hurts. Now, Throne of Glass hit me where it hurts. Um, From Blood and Ash hit me where it hurts. Um, Six of Crows destroyed me, destroyed me. But like even um, Mary H.K. Choi, like her emergency contact, um, it's more of a contemporary romance book um even though like there are like I feel like there is this like disparity in the community is like this idea of like having to be diverse and like but I can relate to every single character because I feel like every single character leaves a piece of them in you no matter what their background is no matter what their ethnicity is no matter where what wealth they come from I feel like every character leaves an imprint on you, but there are those characters that leave, I don't know what I was talking about originally, but I'm just going off on a tangent. <laughs> no, but I think you're kind of sticking around the same point of like, every, every character is going to stick with you no matter what type yeah. of book it is. Yeah. And you may not like the book for all of these other reasons, because the author yeah. doesn't have this, because the book doesn't have this, but you reading that book should be special. It's a whole journey. Yeah. You have a world in your palms. I know what I was talking about. You, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Go. Okay, go, go, I'm, go. I'm just gonna say it real quick before. Um, I was gonna say that the post I'm posting about is like, I want to read these books for the first time again because that first time of reading a book is so special. Like I reread Throne of Glass all over again, but I will never experience it for that first time. And like, yeah, I could like forget all about the book and like never think about it again and then revisit it, but. I can't because that's so special to my heart but it's that like special thing that like reading a book for the first time will mean something different to every single person like I cried mm-hmm. for days after um Kingdom of Ash even though I was reading Akatar and Ak- all of these and I know you prefer Akatar but you haven't read Throne Glass so I haven't um <laughs> I'm getting to it I'm getting to it mm, little by you? little chipping away at it I promise I promise I am but no I really do want to get through it because like I I see that how what an effect it, it's, it's had on you and I kind of want to see what my experiences will be like reading the book and you know when when other people come to me and they tell me oh I'm reading Akatar for the first time I literally like jump in and I'm just like if you need somebody to talk to about this book talk to me because I know there's so many people out there who will not want to listen about Akatar anymore and that's fine if you don't want to hear about it that's great you have every right to do so but you cannot destroy this one person's first time reading a book you cannot do that you have to make them make that decision for themselves what they have coming out of the book you can tell them it doesn't have this it doesn't have that it has bad rep here it has bad rep there 
the author doesn't do this, whatever. But you cannot distort their view on this book for the first time. So like one of our, one of my friends is on, on my Snapchat, she's reading, um, she's finally reading Aquamath this today, like this week. And I'm like telling her like, how are you liking it? Do you, do you feel this? Like, what part are you on? What's, what do you like out of the book? What are some things that you don't like? And just letting her feel open enough to discuss it with me so that she can enjoy the book to its fullest. Because I feel like everybody's first time reading a book should not be tainted by anybody's view outside. Like it should be you and that book. And that's it. And then after you read the book, you come out of it with your own opinions, with your own views, and then you can go ahead and talk about it. But like, let people read their book for the first time. Show them other books. Yes, of course. Show them other books. But let them make the choice to read it. It's up to them. Yeah. That's I all. I definitely feel like if somebody like came at me for reading Akatar and like Sarah Jamas has her problems. Definitely does. Lack of diversity. We all acknowledge that. But I'm acknowledging that and saying that she needs to do better. And like these books were written such a long time ago that she can't really change these books. So they are what they are, mm-hmm. and, like, I acknowledge that they do have a lot of the – there's an immense lack of diversity in Throne of Glass because you don't get to the, the diverse, like, the people of color until the second-to-last book. And I I never really thought about it when I was reading it, but it was until – because I wanted to experience the book. And then it was when mm-hmm. after the book when I realized, like, this has some issues. There are some problems. But Rowan Whitethorn, Karpenko is my husband. like oh yeah like I we've talked about this like there's like it feels like authors can never win it depends it's either they have no diversity or their diversity is wrong or you can't write from this perspective because you're can't you don't have that experience so but like I feel like people should recognize that after they experience reading the book first. Like, I feel like you can't have the preconceived notions that, like, yes, this is, this lacks diversity, but, like, that first read, I feel like, for every single book is important to every single reader. Because, like, I'm, like, reading Night Circus, and, like, it's way different than when you first read it. When your experience is way different from mine, mine, I'm just trying to get through it so I can talk to you about it, whereas you have this passion for it and love it, and I'm just here, it's been taking me weeks to get through this. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's definitely not for everybody, but, like, that's exactly how it works. Like, our differences, our experiences, like, differ so much, but that's what's beautiful about this community. You can experience so many different things and meet so many different people based off of one book you know yeah um but speaking on like first time reading a book what was the book that really really got you into reading like for the first time ever okay so the book that got me into the reading like the first time ever when I was younger is like the spy school books for girls it's like I would have to tell you, but then I'd, I would tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. I think it's something like that. I can look it up on Goodreads, but it's some kind of like spy school girl read. And I read like six of them when I was in middle school, I was reading them like crazy. And I think that's what got me into being a reader was that like my reading has been off and on until after I got out of high school and I freshman end of freshman year when I just, but like, I've always been the one to read like a book a day. 
Like I've always been that person where, so I feel bad when it takes me longer than a week to read a book, but that's, you're different. You take longer because you enjoy the book. Your, your perspective of enjoying a book is way different than mine. Oh yeah. Because me, <laughs> you'll speed through a book like that day and me, I'll have to like, an emotional scene will come up and I'll just have to put the book down and just kind of have to like revel in that feeling of like heartbreak and betrayal and just feel the anger and then I'll be able to move on and like continue it because I like the emotions that come up within books and you you just want to know what happens like you need to feel the solution coming your way and me I like all the emotions so uh, yeah that's true um while you're looking at that um the first book that got me into reading uh, <laughs> was Twilight. <laughs> this Twilight, I got to me in middle school. I middle middle school, and it was right before the whole movie Twilight craze. Um, and it, everybody was talking about it in school, and they they were talking about like there's a movie gonna come out and all these things, and I was just like, ugh. Let me try and pick it up. I never picked up a book ever for myself. Never. I hated reading. My dad went to USC. He was in English literature. He was always trying to push reading into me. I hated it. And I decided to finally pick up Twilight. I sped through that book. And I don't even know how long it took me. But then I finished reading it in my room. And I remember finishing it. And I run out of my room into the living room. And I'm waving the book and I'm like, I finished it. I finished it yelling at all of my family. And they just kind of like look up at me and they're just like, okay. And I was just like, I'm going to read the next one. And then I went on, I read the Red New Moon, read Eclipse, read Breaking Dawn, fell in love, had a whole vampire phase. Then I went to my werewolf phase. Then I went to my witch's phase. And then high school came along. And then we read Hunger Games for my ninth grade uh, reading assignment for our class. And then Dystopian Era came out and that was during like Hunger Games, Divergent, what other book was at the time? Matched, a whole bunch of other books that were at that time. Weird time, Dystopian Era. And another book at that time that was kind of weird. Oh, The Fault in Our Stars 2. Oh my gosh, that whole phase. Ugh. And then I kind of stepped away from reading because high school happens and you know, and then I picked it up again after I was 18 and I read the selection for the first time and Throne of Glass for the first time. That's when I read Throne of Glass for the first time. I read Throne of Glass and then like, I read Crown of Midnight because I didn't know that it was a series. And then after Crown of Midnight, because I had been reading books back to back to back, I burnt out and I stopped after Crown of Midnight, which I'm glad I did. Because yeah. could you imagine me waiting every day? Like, oh my gosh, when is this next book going to come out? And so now that it's done, I can go back and like enjoy it and feel it. Us with Crescent City. I'm waiting for the second book to come <sighs> out. And also, like, Aurora Rising and Aurora Burning, waiting for the second book to come out. Brandon Sanderson still hasn't come out with his third book. I'm like, where are all my books at? Where are all my books at? I need them now. From Blood and Ash, the third book. Third book of But that one, I'm happy that we don't have to wait that long for. Because, like, her books have been filling out, like, so fast. But, yeah, that was kind of my whole reading journey. And a lot of the books that came up on, like, Book Talk, I had already read. 
during that like phase after high school like the whole shatter me series red queen was just new at that time i had read all of that too and a few others but it was yeah. it's crazy to me because like they were not popular at the time and then i saw them all over book talk and i'm just like what people like this book and i loved it and no one talked about it and now it was really crazy for me but yeah, yeah. did you find the book Oh, yes. So I'd tell you I love you, but then I'd have to kill you. So it's like a, I'll show it for the people who are um, listening on YouTube. Um, this is what it looks like. Um, it's like a schoolgirl outfit on the front. And then it's, I'd tell you I'd love you, but then I'd have to kill you in typewriter font. Honestly, I think I've seen that book around. I've never it read it. So I, I didn't finish the series and I was so mad at myself. I'm still so mad at myself that I never finished the series. But I think I could reread the series because I've forgotten all about it. But I knew I loved it. I'd probably still love it. Probably. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know if I could read Twilight again. It's not, um, it's not the same. But Midnight Sun came out and I love that because it was very more mature. It was my favorite. The writing style that. was definitely yeah it was more mature it made me love Bella a lot more because I just like understood her character a lot from his eyes and I was just like yeah much better and I loved him way better but we'll save that chat for another time we'll, we'll do a twilight um, we'll do a vampires werewolves and galore um but yeah no I that was definitely like I would read a lot of like royalty books like princess falls in love with like a guard or something I read a lot of those books when I was like in middle school high school um because I've always just been I've always those are just always like fantasy are my fantasy high fantasy fantasy some contemporary mo romance um and sci-fi are like my main go-to's um but like that's how I got into it was that series and like I wasn't much of a reader beforehand and then I stopped, like, when I was in Colorado. I lived there for, like, one and a half years, and I didn't read much there because I didn't know where my public library, library was. But then I moved to Kansas, and um, my library is so close. I just started going. When I first moved here, I moved. We lived in a hotel for a while, and then we moved into our house, and, like, our house was getting redone and stuff. So we lived in the basement for, like, two and two to three weeks and I would like sit under my covers with like my phone flashlight on plugged into the wall reading a book and I would read a book a day and I would read so many books throughout that time and I wish I had record of the books that I read that's something I wish I did when I was younger Same. I am I so in high school I read a lot too because our, our teacher like encouraged a lot of reading and so we would have like literally an hour cut out each day I don't know if every school does that but every day just to read and we would have to do like these reading reports like weekly of like how many books we read or whatever and so she had us log every book that we read and I'm so happy I kept that because I can like dig back into my attic and look for that folder and see all the books that I read and I'm like, oh my gosh, what, what trash was I reading? <laughs> but then at the same time, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I read all of these books and some of them I still love. And um, that was kind of like t tapering off of like the vampire phase too. And I read Blue Bloods. Have you ever read of that? Blue Bloods by Melissa Cruz. So it's 
a vampire story, but they're like, they don't live forever. They were reincarnated and their blood has to be saved. When they, when they pass on, they have to be save their blood and then they pass it on to the reincarnated body so that it's them again. It's like their soul is traveled in their body. But then there's these things that are killing blue bloods and not letting that transfer happen. I don't remember much of it. But my teacher saw that I liked the series so much. I was like on the third or fourth book. And she bought me the graphic novel of the first one. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're so sweet. And I still have it up there. I think I'm going to reread that series again because I need to see what, what happened. I'll probably reread with it with you. I'll read it with Probably. you while you reread. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I wasn't, I didn't really have like that big of a connection with my teachers because I moved. So I moved twice in like two years. So like I never was able to like establish that connection with a teacher. And I always felt like I read like Anna Karenina. Let me grab it real quick. Um, my AP lit teacher, I kind of connected with her, but like she didn't really read like much of like, cause I'm fantasy, like they didn't really talk to me much, but, like, I read Anna Karenina for school. Ah. Big annotating books. It's, like, filled with tabs. It's, it's filled with tabs. If you're, if you're listening on audio, it's, like, I marked every chapter, and then I marked every, like, so many little things. I don't, I had criticizes Russian government slash society, anything to do with love, family, marriage, personality, literature, element, literary elements, and then interesting things. So most of it is criticizing the Russian government. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of it's blue, <laughs> but yeah. I, that was kind of like the only book that I remember from high school reading besides like, yeah, that's the only, this is the only high, high school book I remember reading. What's a book that you read, reread like often, like that you have reread at least like five times or more. For me, it's Twilight. <laughs> um, um, somebody got me like a mass produced copy, like, you know, the ones with like the movie cover. And I, that book was destroyed by <laughs> how much I used to reread it. Like I used to carry that book around with me everywhere. Uh, yeah, um, that one. I don't sure. reread a lot of books. Um, I definitely have, like, one book that I have, like, kept for so long, which is Fallen. Um, I need to, I read that in high school, and I never finished the series, so I got it I never it finished now, it, and I'm gonna see. so I need Maybe. to read, like, the sec, I need to reread, but yeah, it's, like, I've, I guess I, you could technically say Throne of Glass I reread a lot, but that's, like, a more modern one, but, like, I don't really reread a ton unless it's a series that I love. Um, like, Aurora Rising, Aurora Burning, I'm definitely going to reread that before it comes out. Um, Skyward as well. Um, Akatar, definitely, but, like, those are, like, things you always reread. Um, I definitely, like, I just need to get, like, read all the classics of YA first and then start branching off, but um, I have a feeling I'm going to I feel like a lot of us have to do, like, we have to do a lot of catch-up. I think that's what yeah. most of us are doing right now, catching up. Yeah. Same, honestly, though, because, yeah, a lot. I have to catch up a lot, but okay. that's fine. It's so, fine. if you had to take a book with you on a deserted island, and it's the only book you could take with you, and you had to reread it for the rest of your life, what book would it be? 
why would you ask me that <laughs> it's hard it's hard isn't it um <laughs> I, I want to say one uh, uh one but i don't think that that's what people want to hear um probably from blood and ash that was gonna be <laughs> really this is how we know we're the same people i was like i looked over here and i saw it and i was like oh she's gonna say from blood and ash isn't she she's oh my gosh, literally what a- in front of me it's like right here i like looked at it and i was like no but yes yes i love blood 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 and ash but it's i don't think i'm so attached to my books like you saw how attached i am to my books you literally packed up your books from college to bring home and like the days that you were back at college you were just like gosh i feel so empty i feel like my soul is gone i'm like girl same if i had lost any of my books same i feel like heartbroken my like throne of glass series um from crown for era assassins no era fire to kingdom of ash is all with my friend in colorado and i'm just like they're missing i can't reread about rowan <laughs> when i want to read about him because i marked every single page that he's in or every single chapter he's in Cool. I feel like I, I feel like, fire on. I'm gonna love him. I feel like I am gonna love him. Okay, well that brings up another question. Um, your top five book boyfriends. Okay, top five book boyfriends. Book boyfriends and you, book girlfriends. Okay, so Rowan, Whitethorn, okay. Carpenko. Okay. <laughs> um, Asriel. Mm, yep, that's um, definitely yours. Castile. Um, I'm gonna he's say third. <laughs> he's third. He's third. I'd say <laughs> Hudson from the Crave series, and then oh, I'd say Khalid from the Wrath. <gasps> yes. You Khalid. didn't. You were thinking about him, were you? Oh, he's so good. Dang it, that's hard now. And now that I gotta, I gotta think of So, what are your top five bookish boyfriends? Cassian. Of course. <laughs> that's my husband. Um, Castile. He's number two. Because. <laughs> <laughs> can't be Cassian. <laughs> he was the first one. Had I met Castile before, Castile would probably have been first. But uh, Cassian has my heart. Khalid is, oof. But do I have him there? I kind of do. Do. <gasps> I forgot about an important one. Oh. Oh, gosh. Those are my this bookish hearts. I have bookish girlfriends, which are different, so. Okay. We'll do another list for that. I don't think I have book girlfriends. Um, me looking at all my books to see, picking out which ones. Aaron Warner. Oh, no, Khalid, Aaron Warner. Because I love Warner. Warner. I'm, I'm like, waiting to see what your last just, one is. 
Uh, what should be the one that you're thinking of? I'm not telling you until you say your last one to see if it's the one I'm going to think about. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to say it now. Just say it. Just say it. It's probably the same person I'm thinking. (laughs) No, I don't think it is. Say it. No, I don't know who it is. I don't know. First, first, First person who comes off your mind. Right now, maybe him because I've been thinking about him. Elias, maybe it's either between him or Hunt. Ooh. No, 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 not Hunt. I haven't seen enough of him yet. I like him, but not enough. Lock in your final one, and then I'll tell you who Dude, I'm thinking I can't. About. I can't. Are you just gonna say Elias because it's right now? No, 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 no. Temp placeholder. I feel like I'm missing somebody. I'm missing somebody very important. I know exactly I who it is, it. and I'm not gonna say it until you do. <laughs> Oops, excuse my language. Dang it! Who am I missing? So maybe Gray, Ren. No. I think it's a book like I love them. But... West. Is it a book that you and I have read together? Oh, I love West, but no. Is it a book that we have read together? It has. I just it locked is. my lips. I don't know, Maggie. Do you want me to oh, tell you? No. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Reed Diggory. <laughs> oh, gosh. You forgot. I, I literally, after I had said, um, Khalid was my last one, I was like, I forgot about Reed. And then I looked at my Blood and Ash book and I was like, I forgot about Reed. Or Blood and Ash, Blood and Honey. But Reed. Dude, I love Reed too. But then, I don't know, him and Elias are kind of tied right now. I know. I know. That's crazy. And I haven't even really gotten much of Elias. I'm reading an Ember in the Ashes right now and I'm kind of in love with him I just like his brooding and his like I need to do this but then I'm also kind of mad at him because he's in between two of them even though he clearly has a connection with one of them but then longtime friends the other side I don't know don't give me that look Maggie because I'm just gonna get very frustrated and I feel like he's gonna get bumped down to not even being top five so we'll see we'll see how he goes we'll see oh what about Kalias Oh, you haven't read that book yet. What book is that? The Shadows Between Us. It's up here. Right there. Girl, read that book and you will fall in love with that man. Okay, I will read it after I finish Half-Blood. I will read that and Cersei together. Because I got Cersei that I want to read. Girl, because it's like, you'll read that in like an hour. Two hours, probably. It's really thin. Okay, okay, next question, next question. Okay. Probably. We're speed rounding this because we've been gone almost 45 minutes now. I've been keeping a timer. Yeah, because we were talking about all the other stuff. Keeping Which... it like on about an hour 30 to an hour. Keeping it between there. Yeah. But okay, so if you could rewrite a book and put your input into the book, what would it be? Night World. The last book of Night World. <laughs> okay, so let me explain the story with this. 
The Night World series is a series by L.J. Smith, who was the author of Vampire Diaries, who you probably know did the show on CW and a couple of other shows on CW as well. So L.J. Smith was big during like the vampire phase um, of YA literature. And she had this series called The Night World. And The Night World is basically, you can think about it like the shadow world from the Shadowhunters series, where it has like witches, demons, and all these other creatures hidden from the eye of humans. And The Night World is basically made up of witches, vampires, shifters, other type of fairy type of things all belonging to the night world and the one rule the night world has is that women that uh, humans cannot find out about them and it's a it's a series of nine books and they're kind of small series of nine books and each book follows a diff different story in the world so the first book is secret vampires between this guy and this girl who have been best friends since they were young since they were kids and then finds out that he's a vampire and she's dying of cancer and he turns her into a vampire. So they're, the vampires in this book, they can grow old and they stop aging once they reach maturity. They're called Vimea. And so each book follows a different story. So some of them are of three witches. One is of a cousin of a, of a, of a vampire. One is a, uh, um, a shapeshifter, all of these other books. And they're all leading up to this big finale in book 10. All of the stories are connected. You don't realize that they're connected until maybe book seven or eight. And book nine came out, right? With a sneak peek of book 10. And book 10 was never released. And it's been 20 years. It's been 20 years. So that is what I would redo. I would release book 10 and do it with like this end game type of ending with all of them coming out all of them kicking the butt and beating whatever evil dark force was there that's the one series that i will always want to rewrite and maybe one day i will we'll see that's, hint, hint. she's very we'll passionate about it as you can tell um i, I am i talk about um, it all the time <laughs> for me i think i would um is it on my shelf is a good question Oh, yeah. So, The Betrothed, because, like, I like most of the books, but The Betrothed by Kira Cass was not a good book, and I think it should have been done differently. And so I would probably rewrite that book. No hate to the author, because she did it how she wanted to do, but I personally did not enjoy how Hollis ended up. Um, and so I would have changed her ending and things that happened to other main characters in the book. That's the one book that I would rewrite because I love all my other books so I know all the other books like even though like you're mad at the ending you still kind of have to love them yeah yeah you do yeah um okay um there were a couple questions on our Instagram post oh you, yes you I have them right out I have them right and ready okay, for okay. you okay so the first one is from Nautical Reads our friend Kate she says favorite children's book growing up Dang it. Ferdinand. Ferdinand, what is that? Ferdinand. You've never read Ferdinand? No. 
I probably have. I don't remember. That's probably what it's it is. It's about this bull who grows up. They made a movie on it. Terrible movie. <laughs> Not what it was supposed to be. And it's just about Ferdinand and how all the other bulls would buff and fight and be bulls and always trying to fight each other, right? But not Ferdinand. He would sit on a hill and he would lay among the flowers just because he loved the smell. So it was a different type of bull. But then he was sold into a bull fight, fighting ring in Spain, how they do. And instead of charging at the guy, he just sat near this flower that was growing in the ground and smelled the flower. And so Ferdinand was, even though he was like this big bull, he didn't want to be a bull he wanted to just be himself and be kind and be happy and my dad used to read that to us all the time so that's my favorite children's book at the moment I think we'll see how it changes like I'm gonna read my children's book <laughs> but go ahead um I would think mine was anything by Dr. Seuss um but Green Eggs and Ham was my favorite children's book so, oh yes I forgot about it now, but that was definitely my favorite children's book when I was a kid. I read, I read that like all the time. We had um, Green Eggs and Ham Day um, at preschool. And everybody would dress up in green. We'd have green everything. It was the best. I loved it. Um, so my mom's um, hold up. My mom's um, favorite Dr. Seuss book is Yertle the Turtle. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a really good yeah, one. It really is. It really is. And Horton Hears the Who. I like those too. That one's a good one. Okay, go. Next question. Next question. Um, it's kind of speed rounding this. Other hobbies slash interests besides reading. Okay. I'll go. Um, I am an aspiring graphic designer. I created our logo, if you guys didn't know, with Maggie's design input. And I make stickers. I would do. Um, I sell bookish stickers. If you guys want to check my link tree, I'll probably put it in the description below. What else do I do? I coach volleyball, basketball, and softball, and I play all three of those sports. And I am a swimmer. I think that's it. Okay. So quickly about me. Um, I'm really into business. Um, I'm in business school right now. Um, I'm an aspiring author because that's technically not reading. And um, I did Winter Guard <laughs> and Color Guard in high school. Um, so that's like marching band, the people who wave the flags around. If anybody doesn't know what that is, I did Color Guard and Winter Guard. Um, and that was very, a big, very big passion for me when I moved here. Um, it, I definitely found my purpose there. Okay, speed round. What three book characters would you most like to meet? I already know my three. <laughs> Go. Because I went first on the boyfriends. Go. Aelin Galathinius, Lou LeBlanc, and I would have to honestly choose Castile. How did you know that? I was going to pick Castile. Yes. I, I picked him first. Him. <laughs> no, you can't just have him to yourself. Okay, <laughs> Who I'll says? Pick, uh, girl, no. I'll pick <laughs> Castile. Mm -hmm. Fable. Oh, yes, that's a good one. And I want to say Aaron Warner, but I feel like he would just hate me. 
So I'm not going to say him. <laughs> um, Matthew. Those are the two you'd... No, 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 no. No, no, no. I wouldn't want to meet Matthew. I would want to meet Matthew, but I wouldn't want to meet him. Who's Matthew? Both. Matthew de Clermont from Discovery of Witches. You have to read that book. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Okay, um, maybe, maybe Marco. Marco? Okay. Ooh. Okay, so a series or book that you will never forget. Akatar. And The Wrath and the Dawn. Yeah. Because that one, like, yeah, I knew everybody would always talked about it, but, like, it kind of, like, really gripped me. Right in the heart. Like, it really got me. You literally, yeah. like, I was, I actually wanted to yeet that book so bad, but then I didn't. Yeah. I love it. So, for me, I think it would be Throne of Glass, always. Um, Song of Achilles, that book will always be in my heart. That book was something so special. Like, I loved the book. It didn't, it took me a while to read it because I didn't read it all in one day, but that ending crushed me for so long. It was, it was worse than, no, it wasn't as bad as Kingdom of Ash, but it was bad. It was bad. And then I would also have to say, oh, Jinkies from Blood and Ash. Yeah. I'm adding that to my list too. Because I keep looking at it. It's like staring at me. It's just like, come on, you know, that I left the mark. Mm -hmm. It it did. It really did. Um, But it kind of has to do with like my whole vampire phase. And I think that's why it shocked me because it like threw me back into that. Mm -hmm. And it did it so well. But honestly, like, those books like really like hit you. I will not read Song of Achilles. I mean, you see what type of an emotional crier I am. Could you imagine me through that book? You have I would be to. dehydrated. I would be dehydrated because I would not have any tears left in my body. I cry over the littlest things. You see me on my stomach. That's story. true. Okay, next one. Um, any historical or classical wrecks? I already have two picked out. If I can go first, if you need time to think. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> first one is a classic Jane Austen, Pride and Prejudice. That's a very classic that I think everybody, not even just women, but men should read as well because it definitely teaches you, anybody, a life story and how to think differently about other people and not have prejudices against other people. Um, the next one would be Anna Karenina by Leo Tolstoy because this is a classic and I actually fairly enjoyed it. I think about repurchasing it because this is just sad this is just a sad but it looks good state of being but it is a good it's a good um Kira Knightley played Anna in yeah the I know the movie yeah it's a more artistic take on it but it's what happens basically so um the ending I hated though um but yeah so those are my two classical historical wrecks Jane Austen and Leo Tolstoy for Marley. I think um, Pride and Prejudice is definitely up there because I love it. And I haven't read this book though, but I think it will be when I read it. But it's kind of fantasy too, but it's not. The, the Outlander 
series? I, I was going to say that too. I was like, is she thinking about Outlander? Because I am too. I'm actually going to get that for my mom for Christmas. I'm going to get her the book. Oh my gosh. I want to read it. I want to read it because I love the show. I did not know it was the book. So good. That's the problem. Oh my gosh. Jamie. Oh, Jamie Fraser is And he's like 20 years older than me. <laughs> so I was, I was thinking about that. I was like, what year did you graduate from high school? Me? Yeah. Of course, me. Obviously, who's here? Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's been that long. 2014? 2014. I graduated in 2019. So, like, we're five years apart. And I just think about it, I was like, when you were in middle school, like, when you were graduating, I was just starting eighth grade. Like, the year you graduated, I, like, was starting eighth grade. Like ending. Oh my gosh, grade. you're such a baby. Like I never realized that what our age differences were. It but like, I don't feel just, our age. It really doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't. <laughs> I, that's how you can think, tell how much of a child I am. I no, think I'm way more. I'm really mature for my age. I feel like that's what everybody's yeah. always told me. Like, we meet in the middle. I think we're both yeah. like we're like 21. Yeah. Well, I'm 20. That's, that's only a year <laughs> older than me. <laughs> Okay, well... 22, 22. We'll push it up a little bit. Okay. <laughs> My birthday's not till February, technically, so it's okay. Okay. But uh, um, I think this was a great first podcast. Um, I think we should end it here. Yeah, I think we can we've been going here. for a, ro- we'll, a while. We'll go on for forever. We really um, will. So um, as we're signing off, um, I'll just let you know that in my... Instagram is at books galore with a Z and then my TikTok is a fictional life. Grace. Um, my bookstagram is read.w.grace and my TikTok is Grace Reads. Grace.reads. Gosh, I always forget the dot. And yeah. Um thank you guys for listening. I know we had like a little rant in the beginning. But then we got to some good points after, and I feel like it's how it's always going to be with us. I mean, we always it really is. So we will, and we're really excited for this because we have so many projects that we want to kind of talk with you guys, and so many things that I feel like you can't really do with a fifteen-second video on TikTok. Mm. So it's going to be cool, and then we're going to have a bunch of guests. Yes, we have on. some guests lined up for this month, and hopefully next month. Um, so if you're reading this now, we are or listening or looking on um, YouTube. Um, we are hoping to get at Moon Girl Reads underscore from TikTok, um, Celine. Hopefully she will be our next guest for next week. So um, we'll probably put out a post. Um, she'll probably put up a post before we put this out saying that she will be our guest. So hopefully you put in a question for her, but yes. So don't forget to um, subscribe and don't forget to go to our Instagram where you can ask us questions whenever we post about a topic that we're going to discuss. And um, the Instagram is a very bookish podcast. And then the same thing for our Twitter. We're going to make sure to link everything down below so you can find all of our handles there. And thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.